Welcome to Jurassic Park 3 Minute, where we'll, be, where we'll be discussing the second Jurassic Park sequel one minute at a time. I'm Brad. And Dave. And today we are back to end out the week with Minute 49 of Jurassic Park 3. But before we get to that, David, you are planning an expedition of your own. I am. I am graduating college here, and um, by the time this video, uh, this episode will be released, I probably already will have if, um, on May 11th. And looking for a treat for just for myself, just to um, get out there and get uh, get on my own, just take a little mini vacation for myself. You know, I'm going I'm going to return to the redwoods and hopefully get to see a lot more of the stuff that I had um, missed the first the first time I went there. Stuff like Big Tree Wayside. I'm talking with some people to try to pinpoint the Stegosaurus encounter location and going to drive out there because driving out west was something I've always really wanted to do. And then I'm going to drive back, of course. Hmm. So it's really going to be like a two and a half, three week um, adventure. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's it. You're near Chicago, so it's a it's a good drive across most of the country to get across there. And it'd take me about three to five days, I think. Yep, it would be fantastic to see you driving a green painted RV, but <laughs> an RV for one person's a bit overkill. Uh, you're gonna have to deal with the Chevy Cruze. Yeah, and you'd never get near any of the locations apart from the car park, anyway. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, that that sounds fantastic. I even just doing the research now and trying to pinpoint these locations and get get the best to your knowledge of where they are and just getting there and finding out for yourself and seeing seeing some of these locations, getting photos. Mm-hmm. It should be good. So, yeah, I'm planning on camp- I Like I said, I'm planning on camping out there, so I've got all the equipment. I ordered a cot for myself just because I don't want to sleep on the ground. <laughs> I've done that before, <laughs> and it's not as much fun as sleeping with something under you. No, definitely not. <laughs> and um, so I got, and I'm also got a uh, like a DC to AC uh, converter for my car, so I can charge up, keep and keep my uh, camera all charged up. But yeah, I'm pretty much prepared. I've packed some firewood just so that in case I feel like having a fire one night, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you never get better ambiance at a campsite than just having a fire burning at mm-hmm. night time. Yeah, because I researched it. I, I'll basically be on, like, the main interstate that runs through the country the pretty much 90% of the time until I hit about uh, California. Mm. And then I then I researched where to stay, and they got one, they got a, one spot called Elk uh, Prairie campground and that's where i think i'm going to be at i've tried contacting contacting them today to um uh, ask them some questions but they didn't they didn't pick up the phone so i'm going to try to contact them and find out all i can about the campsite yep Yep. i've just been thinking of what what props could you take (laughs) to sort of interact in in amongst the redwoods and the only one i'm thinking of is maybe getting onto Craigslist or something and finding an old um, old white canvas tent <laughs> <laughs> that you could do the nighttime, nighttime T-Rex attack or something. 
Oh, I am going to bring the Willis and Geiger hat and jacket. Oh, though. yes. So, yep, definitely. That's, de- that's definitely what that's definitely going with. And oh, then I'm nice. also going to bring um, the 12 inch scale uh, Velociraptor figure that yep. came out uh, for fun with Fallen Kingdom, just for some diorama shots. You know. Mm-hmm. Now that'll look fantastic. Some of those little creaks. Mm-hmm. Would love to get the Mosasaurus, but I'm leaving like um, the May 20th, and unfortunately, that figure uh, doesn't come out until June 1st. <laughs> oh, that's all right. You can't reschedule a trip for a toy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do have plans for that though. <laughs> you might have to see if you got room to take the green T-Rex, male T-Rex as well. <laughs> well I'm. I'm, since I'm driving, I'm gonna have a lot more room to take with me, take and take stuff. So yeah. I, that was part of the reason why I'm driving too, is because getting all this stuff on a plane would be a massive hassle. And then I'd have to rent equipment, and yeah. I already have the equipment, so why would I rent it? So it'd yep. be just easier to drive. Yep, and you don't have to worry about the crew at the airport damaging exactly <laughs> damaging stuff yeah. as well. So yeah, packing will be a lot easier for this trip than than when I went in 2014. Because when I went in 2014, I had to pack for both dinner dinnerware and then safari wear because we stayed at like a bed and breakfast, and you can't just wear your fatigues to dinner. <laughs> Here I'm camping out, so it's a lot easier. I can get away with jeans and a t-shirt, you know. Yeah. Yep. Uh, lovely. This is how you make dinosaurs? No. This is how you play God. Dave, while, uh, while everyone's been busy working on uh, com, they've also uh, set up the, uh, the new forums over there, and we have a Facebook discussion group as well. Yes, we do. We have the group in the forum. The forum, we're just... We're trying to see... Um, if it takes off, we're not really sure if it will. Unfortunately, the internet form is something of a dying format. Yeah. But the Facebook group, we have been getting some very slow but steady membership approvals. I mean, membership uh, requests. And so, um, anybody's welcome to free, uh, welcome to join that. Anybody who listens to the uh, podcast, if you're a fan and you're on Facebook, uh, just look up Jurassicpedia Discussion Group. Um, uh, just answer the answer the questions correctly, and you're sure to get in. Yeah, yeah, we're all over there. So, anything you want to discuss, Jurassic related, um, it's it's a great place. If you see something on Pedia that you're not quite sure of, or if you see a mistake, let us know as well so we mm-hmm. can uh, correct it. But um, yep, no, that's good over there. We're sort of trying working hard to keep the trolls out, keep all the the crap out you see in a lot of groups that um, yeah. is just needless needless posting for mm-hmm. posting's sake. So, unfortunately, um, one of the groups I'm in has uh, it's the official Jurassic World group that Universal set up, and it's just a lot of people are leaving it right now just because there's trolls and spam bots and stuff because Universal was moderating it at the beginning, but they don't seem to be doing that anymore, and so it's just kind of been left. Uh, yeah. to fend on its own yeah I, that's one one mistake you get a lot of groups make is they're going for numbers and not quality mm-hmm. um, it's, it's all about having 
a thousand, two thousand, ten thousand members, but um, they're not really policing what's coming in, who's coming in, and what's being discussed in there because mm-hmm. really two or three admins are going to have a hard time policing a group of ten thousand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so unfortunately, um, the membership is only at like eight thousand, which is not even. What is that Jurassic Park the group at now? Oh, I think? 26 20, or something? 20, yeah, it's not even a half yeah. of what, um, there's not even a quarter of, I mean, I'm sorry, a third of what Jurassic Park the group has. And so um, that's another group that me and you are a part of Jurassic Park the group on Facebook. And it, I think the numbers are low just because it has such a high troll rate. People don't, mm. it kind of has a bad rap. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And we, I think we had nine, nine to eleven admins working in that group when Fallen King was coming out, just to try and keep spoilers out, trying to keep everyone on topic. And uh, that, that was... and <laughs> just because I remember we were getting like forty, sixty uh, requests a day from yeah. for memberships. Yeah. And yeah, that's just memberships, not even post approval. So. It was a busy time, and in two years' time, it's going to be very busy again. Mm-hmm. Now, Mr. Kirby, there's no such thing as Kirby Enterprises, is there? It's Kirby Paint and Tile Plus. The plus stands for bathroom fixtures. Um, we're in the Westgate Shopping Center, Enid, Oklahoma. It's so I don't Westgate suppose that check you wrote us is any good. All right, now, now well, listen to me. I will pay you the money this that I owe you, good. no matter what. Here we are in the worst place in the world. We're not even being paid. All right. Dave, ready to end out the week and discuss 49? Sure. As we end Minute 48 of Jurassic Park 3, we're back in the treetops of the jungle with Billy, Paul and Amanda. Billy had given up on searching for Dr. Grant, while Paul and Amanda were having some personal time in another tree. As we transition between the minutes, Paul's telling Amanda how Eric was a strong little kid, and you throw someone like Ben Hildemar in the mix, well... At the 10 second mark, without even breaking a stare, Amanda asks, Well, what? And Paul's lost for words. At the 20 second mark, Amanda closes her eyes and then replies to Paul, No, Paul, if he was with you, he'd be safe. You drive five miles under the speed limit, and I've totaled three cars in three years. At the 43 second mark, Amanda shakes her head and says, I'm so sorry that you have to be here. Paul simply replies, I'm not. And as we end minute 49, the camera slowly pans down as we transition to morning, and the first rays of sun over the sauna shine down through the jungle. As we end at minute 48, Paul was telling Amanda that none of this was her fault, and Eric's always been a strong-willed kid. Uh, as we open here on 49, sort of Paul repeats always, uh, and then you throw someone like Ben Hildebrandt into the mix and uh, Paul struggles with the words but he just says you know and here we are once again (laughs) being told about Ben Hildebrandt and not really knowing him at all here maybe Mm -hmm. Paul's um, Paul's sort of hinting that he was a bad influence on Eric Um, yeah we kind of got that I think before is that um, Paul seemed to be disapproving of Ben Hildebrandt yeah. I wonder if I wonder if it's just jealousy where it's almost it reminds me of Simpsons where Bart gets a big brother and sort of 
is a lot cooler than what Homer is, and Homer's sort of more jealous that this guy works at SeaWorld and trains dolphins and <laughs> is <laughs> like an action man, outdoors, mm. sporty and that, and here's, here's Homer or here's Paul sitting at home or sitting in his um, toll shop uh, doing the numbers on a weekend or something. And it sort of it gets a reaction from Amanda here saying, um, know what, but uh, Paul can't answer, implying that uh, her choice in boyfriend might not have been the best. And there's definitely a lot more to that uh, later on in the, in the script. But mm-hmm. um, after a moment, she smiles and then says, uh, if he was with you, he'd be perfectly safe. You drive five miles under the speed limit, Paul. And I've totaled three cars in three years. <laughs> Which, that makes sense. I, I could see Amanda as being someone that just saw that housewife isn't really good at anything and mm-hmm. destroys cars. <laughs> But uh, Paul responds sheepishly, well, not free. The Buick wasn't a write-off. <laughs> and this this is finally what gets Amanda to lift her head and gives that gives him that look, that uh, that look when you see it, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> and he continues, I just said it was so I can get the SUV. So <laughs> Paul, <laughs> Paul um, obviously didn't like that Buick. He, uh, he wanted to get an SUV, and when Amanda scratched it, no, nah, it's a write-off, <laughs> get rid of it. <laughs> But uh, Amanda rests her head back onto the tree and um, we're going to gain, once again, hear those ankylosaurs groaning and moving amongst the jungle underneath them, unless it's something else. But uh, she sort of says to him, I'm so sorry that you have to be here. And Paul replies, I'm not. Which, he's, he's loving this journey even though he's sort of bumbling his way through it. <laughs> I mean, he really hasn't been at the uh, the end of any danger yet. Yes, the raptors were chasing him into the field, but... He and Billy got up that tree pretty quick, and it was Amanda that fell fell for the trap. So um, we're going to see in a few, probably in a month's time, he um, being a bit more daring and putting himself in danger with the uh, Spinosaur. But the two spend the rest of the minute just quietly looking at each other <laughs> with a smile as the animals can be heard again. We get the music start to lift. And the sort of the interesting too, this whole time he's got a torch slash lantern hanging from the tree here and I had to go back to look because I was wondering where the hell this come from but he's um Paul's carrying a backpack through mm-hmm. the lab and into the trees so it must mean something is salvaged from the plane that we haven't seen previously because Udesky threw his backpack away out in the field again they haven't been down to the uh, jungle floor since the raptor attack so mm-hmm. I'm glad he mentioned that because I was going to say maybe they salvaged it off of Udesky but I forgot yeah. right that he uh, threw his backpack in the field yeah so the only other one with a backpack was Grant had his rucksack on and um, and Billy has the parachute on and lost the camera bag so it makes me wonder what else Paul's got in there. Maybe some rope and some Boy Scout stuff in his backpack, but we don't really see anything else come out of that backpack. But uh, as the minute ends, we sort of get a slow transition as uh, the first rays of sunlight coming through the jungle floor in the morning, which is a good little transition point because we're going to cut to cut back to Eric and Grant in the next minute. But apart from that, Dave, anything else on that you want to discuss? No, I think we're uh, pretty good. All right, uh... Script and novel comparisons. <clears throat> Paul has a bit more dialogue here after naming Ben Hildebrand. Um, he says, "Well, damn it, I don't speak. <laughs> I don't speak ill of the dead. What I'm trying to say is, it was a crazy accident. Uh, the exact same thing could have happened if he was with me. Uh, you can't go beating yourself up about it." And that's when um, 
that's Mander sort of realises he's trying his best and can't stay angry with him, and that's where we get the uh, if he was with you, he would have been safe. Uh, but Amanda has a little bit more to say here too. Uh, after totaling three cars, um, he would have been he would have been safe completely, entirely, um, completely safe. And then there's a bit of a gap, and then um, I would have him to see the world or see more of the world than any Oklahoma. I wanted to see more of the world. I've, well, I've got that in there twice. <laughs> Um, yeah, he wanted, he wanted to show, let Eric see more of the world than just where they are at Oklahoma. Um, and so, yes, it is my fault. I'm so sorry that you had to be here, which it seems like it was her idea to go to Costa Rica in the first place mm-hmm. from that. But uh, then that's when we say Paul says he's not. And uh, as we get the transition to morning in the script, we're back at the engine compound as sun, the sun's rising, which... Would have been a fantastic shot. That CG shot with the sun coming up, possibly, or even just the uh, the maintenance yard getting light again. Being a novel, it's pretty much com- combination of both that and the uh, what we got in the film. As they sit there and talk to each other, <laughs> so again, not a lot to happen in this minute, and uh, might be one of our quickest ones for Jurassic Park Three currently. Mm-hmm. But if that's it, we'll get out of here today. Yeah. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at lostworldminute.com. The main website is jurassicminutes.wordpress.com and you can find the Lost World Minutes and Jurassic Minutes over on Facebook with the uh, pages there. David, where are you on Twitter and Instagram? Uh, Twitter, we are at Jurassic Minute. Uh, Instagram is the Jurassic Minutes Podcast. Some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best intentions. This is how you make dinosaurs? This is how you play God. If we split up, I'm going with you guys. Dinosaurs lived 65 million years ago. What is left of them is fossilized in the rocks. And it is in the rock that real scientists make real discoveries. Now what John Hammond and InGen did at Jurassic Park is create genetically engineered theme park monsters. Nothing more and nothing less. Uh, Are you saying that you wouldn't want to get onto Isla Sorna and study them if you had the chance? No force on Earth or Heaven could get me on that island. You're Desky. Hello? Charlie! Charlie! Charlie, take the phone to mommy now! It's the, it's the dinosaur man!